This is New Life Christian Fellowship's weekly message podcast. You can find us online at newlifepetaluma.org. And now, this week's message. Good morning, New Life. It's Angela here, and I am super excited about being together this morning. This morning in particular, I am super excited about being out in nature and feeling the breeze on my skin. Ah! For all the restrictions that COVID has done to us, this morning I'm super excited because it is a shelter-in-place specific opportunity. We're going to press into a different kind of learning style this morning. Usually when we're together, we'll do like a listen and learn type of thing. Today, we're going to do something a little bit more experiential. And uh, I'd like to say sit back, relax, get comfortable, but I think it might be more appropriate to give a little shout out to the happiest place on earth and say it might be better that you hold on to your hats and glasses because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. (laughs) Whether or not experiential makes you feel more uncomfortable or excited, let's just start the morning by acknowledging that we are all here gathered because we want to touch God or we want to be touched by God. There is a seeking in all of us about the unseen and spiritual things in the world. That's something we share in common. So if you dare, let's journey together this morning. Good morning, New Life. Let's invite God in together for this time. But really, we're just acknowledging that he is already here with us. could ever come close no thing can compare you're our living hope your presence Lord I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the I've tasted and 
sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence Lord Holy Spirit you are welcome here come flow Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Maybe God is Like That Too, written by Jennifer Grant and illustrated by Benjamin Shipper. I live in the city where the sidewalks and subway cars and buildings and buses are packed with people, but I've never seen God before. Grandma, does God live in the city? I ask one morning at breakfast. Yes, God is here, she says. You just need to know where to look. Whenever you see love, joy, peace, and patience, God is there, she says, stirring her tea. And wherever there's kindness and goodness, God is there too. And when you see faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, that's God's spirit at work. On the way to school, I'm on the lookout. I see a bus full of tourists, and I count ten bright yellow taxis. I spy a man sweeping a stoop, and Grandma and I laugh when we see a tiny dog wearing a fluffy purple sweater. At school, Grandma hands me my lunch and hugs me before she says goodbye. That's what love looks like to me. Maybe God is like that, too. Things I pump so hard I can see over the wall and into the alley. My friends shout, higher, higher, as my feet fly way up into the sky. That's what joy looks like to me. Maybe God is like that too. Outside, car horns blast and sirens scream. My classroom is quiet and calm. That's what peace looks like to me. Maybe God is like that too. I try to tie my shoes, but the laces tangle around my fingers. My teacher sits down beside me and shows me how to tie them. That's what patience looks like to me. Maybe God is like that too. 
On the way home, I see a doorman wearing a red cape and a hat with a shiny brim. He's holding the door for a man using a wheelchair. The man moves very slowly, and the doorman just chats and smiles with him. That's what kindness looks like to me. Maybe God is like that, too. While I'm setting the table for dinner, there's a knock at the door. It's our neighbor from downstairs bringing us a loaf of bread. It's golden brown and warm and wrapped in a thin white towel. That's what goodness looks like to me. Maybe God is like that, too. After dinner, I work on my homework while Grandma stands at the kitchen sink, washing dishes and humming to herself, just like she does every single night. That's what faithfulness looks like to me. Maybe God is like that, too. At bedtime, Grandma sits at the edge of my bed, sings me a lullaby while stroking my head. She tucks the blankets up close around me. That's what gentleness looks like to me. Maybe God is like that, too. I lie in bed, watching the curtains flutter. I want to talk about the dog we saw today and how high I can swing, but Grandma says that once I'm tucked in, I have to stay in bed until morning. I close my eyes and try and fall asleep. That's what self-control looks like to me. Maybe God is like that, too. I saw God over and over again today, whenever I saw love, joy, and peace, and wherever there was patience, kindness, and goodness. When I saw faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, I saw God's Spirit at work. I don't see God the way I see my friends, or the streetlights, or the river, but I see signs of God's Spirit all around me, right here in the city. I know what God is like, and maybe, just maybe, I can be like that too. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians 5, 22-23a We're told that where God is, there's peace and there's joy. As you listen to this next song, I encourage you to reflect on the times where you've seen God show up and give you peace and give you joy in the middle of this shelter in place. Could be in the laughter of a child, or the kindness of a stranger, or something else entirely unexpected.
mind always higher than mine he'll reveal all to come take courage my heart stay steadfast my soul he's in the waiting he's in the waiting hold on to your hope as your triumph unfolds he's never failing he's never failing sing praise my soul find strength in joy let his words lead you on do not forget his great faithfulness all he's begun take courage my heart stay steadfast my soul he's in the waiting he's in the waiting hold on to your hope as your triumph unfolds he's never failing he's never
We're going to transition into a time of more contemplative exploration. So if you can find a comfortable seat when you get there, can you notice any tension in your body? Is there something you could do to relieve that tension? Breathe it out. Relax your shoulders. Push back into that seat. Get your physical body as comfortable as you can be. One of the cool things that God knit into the fabric of the human being that he did not put in any other of his creation was the ability to imagine. Both to imagine what could be, but then also to just imagine things that we can't see. I think in the life of a seeker, those of us that are spiritually curious, those of us uh, that follow Jesus as our beacon, the imagination is an incredibly powerful tool. So we're going to use our imagination this morning to do some visualizing. If you feel safe in the space that you're in to close your eyes, I think that would be helpful. But let's get comfortable. And let's imagine together a room. It's a room that you find comfortable. It maybe is a familiar room to you. It might be a room that only exists in your imagination. But the key element is it's a place that you can feel completely at ease. And a must-have is comfortable seating. While you're in this room, find a seat that you'd like to sit in. And just using your mind's eye, notice the other furniture in the room. Notice the temperature of the room. Notice the lighting of the room. Now use your mind's eye to turn to the door. The door is opening and Jesus is coming in. He closes the door behind him, and you invite him to sit down in any of the seats that are available. Invite him into the chair or the seat that you would like to have him sit down in. Notice anything that you feel. Is there anticipation that you're sharing private space with Jesus? Is there any kind of nerves? Just let that be. Maybe actually let him into how you're feeling. Go ahead, tell him. Notice his response. While you have him here, is there anything that you've been waiting to tell him 
Is there anything you've been waiting to hear from him? Wherever Jesus was sitting in the room, would you have the courage to invite him in some way, shape, or form a little bit closer? If you already had him sitting straight next to you, is there a way in which you could invite him a little bit into more intimacy? I don't know. That might be holding his hand. It might be relaxing your body next to his With this closer proximity, did anything new come up for you? Can you use your mind's eye to visualize clarity in this mental picture? You've been able so far to picture the furniture. You've been able to picture your location in the room. You've been able to picture Jesus's location in the room. Is there any more detail that you could bring to it? For instance, does your breathing pattern match his? Is there an energy coming off of him that you can sense? Are there any fine details? Is the timbre of his voice different than you had previously imagined? Using your mind's eye to have a clear picture of Jesus both in proximity to you, but also as a human being who you can relate to, who you both want to hear what he has to say and you have things you want to say. And when he talks, there's things that you want to say in response. This is such a powerful use of the imagination. Okay, so bring your mind's eye back to wherever Jesus is sitting in the room. He has something he wants to say to you. Can you bring your mind's eye to make eye contact? Are you ready to hear it? When you're ready, open your eyes and his words will be on the screen.
Down in the valley on the mountainside Jesus loves me all of the time When I wake up He's my reason to sing La 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 When I'm sad He comforts me Has anyone by fussing in front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? All this time and money on fashion, does it make that much of a difference? Instead of looking at the fashions, walk out into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They never primp or shop, but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The 10 best-dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are who are never seen, don't you think he'll attend to you? Take pride in you? Do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works, they fuss over these things. But you can know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met.
Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. Don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Throughout Shelter in Place, I have struggled with the sensation of invisibility. That because there is so much universal struggle, that I have felt like my unique suffering is kind of lost in the crowd. And I don't know if that's how you feel too. But the verses that we just heard where Jesus talked about the wildflowers has brought me great comfort because it reminds me that not only do we have a great and powerful God who is working in gigantic ways in COVID, we have an individual, personal God who is working in the tiniest, uniquest ways specific to my struggling and specific to my potential in this process. On a different occasion, Jesus was talking about a similar philosophy as he did with the wildflowers, but he talked about the lilies of the field. And in that time, he says this sentence that I just find beautiful. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give to you. We are in good company with the lilies of the field and the grasses and the birds. We have a God who is not only working in big and powerful ways to redeem a struggle, but we have a personal and individual God who is working in our story, who is providing uniquely for us. So don't be afraid, little flock. It gives your father great happiness to give to you.
This has been a good morning together, and we're not done yet. There's still some good things to come, but I just want to pause right now and, and just acknowledge how, how beautiful is it when we get to experience God and the goodness of Him, like we just sang about, and He shows up and meets us right where we're at, and, and there's just something that changes our perspective, changes our attitude, changes our view of what life can be like, and and it's powerful and wonderful and good when we get to have that intentional time of acknowledging Him at work in all of our lives. And, you know, one of the responses to that is, is, is worship. Worship, whether it's through song or prayer or how we choose to focus and live our lives. Sometimes that's a response of generosity, a, a worship response of sharing out of what God has blessed us with. And, and that's one of the reasons why we give. We give to what God is doing so that the things that we can be a part of together as a church can continue happening. And so I just want to say thank you for those of you that have been giving and, and encourage you to be faithful and continuing to do so as God's meeting you right where you're at in this time. And in the chat space, there's a giving link. And I just would say, ask God what he wants for you from that area of your life. And and then respond. And if we all play our part, whatever we can do in this season, God is going to provide for us together. 
But there's so many neat things that we can see him doing in our story if we're willing to just lean into the goodness of him. Something else I want to encourage you to do right now is respond. Respond to maybe what God has done or what God's doing or what you feel like you need in this time. And so we've got this online connect card. And and I just want to encourage you right now, don't let that link in the chat space just float by. Maybe even get it out on your phone so you can fill it out. I found it here on my phone. And and I want to say, hey, right now, everyone, let's do this. Let's let's fill this out as an interactive moment together. Because what happens when you fill out that connect card and, and you share what's going on in your story, it lets the collective us who are part of our prayer teams know. And, and then we know how to pray for you, how to encourage you throughout the week. And so let's do that right now. So I'm going to be filling mine out. I want to encourage you to do that. So my name, my name is Joel. I'm going to fill that out, put in my information and what's a prayer request or maybe an answered prayer that I could share right now. You know, for me, one of those answered prayers is God breaking through some of the relational dynamics for me is I'm just trying to integrate and get connected with people and just having some very sweet, beautiful conversations with people that are paving the way for us as we continue moving forward. That, that's what I'm grateful for. That's what's going into my card. What can you put in yours? right now as we continue in our service together as we continue saying god we want to experience you and reflect that and share that together as we be your church scattered but not separate because you're you're here with every single one of us so take some time right now fill this card out and let us know how you're doing let us know how we can pray for you this week this morning, we have celebrated how close God is to us. We've used our imaginations to press pause and to press into his peace. So if you would like to stick around after the song for some one-on-one -on -one prayer with our pastoral team, we invite you to stay and engage in the chat room.
morning we've had together and before you head off I just want to let you know that if you would love prayer today someone to pray for you or encourage you today we just want to invite you to jump into the chat space and kind of raise your hand and say hi I'd love I'd love to be prayed for today and one of our hosts will interact with you and invite you into just a one-on-one chat where you can share what's going on and and then we're just going to bless you with prayers typed through our words so that we can support you in whatever's going on today. And, and if you're like, I just want to hang out and talk with friends in the chat space, that's awesome too. It's, it's just a chance for us to say, hey, we may be done with our service, but God's still working. God's on the move. And so I hope you have a great day. I hope God blesses you this week. I hope as you encounter him and he's moving in the rhythm of your life, you have hope. And that hope will bleed beyond just you to the people around you. And so thanks for being here. So excited for what's coming up in the next week. We're going to start off a whole new series called Life Hacks, which are really COVID hacks. How do we tap into this power that we can have that helps us become more like the people I think we really long to be, even in the struggles we're facing. So I'm really excited for where we're headed with that. But God bless you. Have a great day. And if you want some prayer, just kind of wave. Let us know in the chat space and we will interact with you in prayer. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. You can find more information about New Life, including contact information, at newlifepetaluma.org. Thanks for listening.